try to get up. Now back to the Dana Barrett Show here on WGST. All right, we are back, and we have been focusing all month long on the topic of diversity and inclusion. Uh, thanks to our partners, uh, Sage, they put together a really comprehensive report on the topic. We've uh, had a launch for that report all the way back in June, and ever since then, we've sort of been digging into the topic here on the show. Uh, we've had a variety of different experts on, and joining me right now is Gabrielle Claiborne. She is the co-founder and CEO of Transformation Journeys worldwide. Welcome. Thank you, Dana. Thank you for having me. It is absolutely a pleasure uh, to have you. And so um, before we get into the conversation uh, about diversity and inclusion as it relates to uh, the trans community and, right. and non-binary, is that what you say? Right, right. Um, I want to I learn a little bit more about your background and the organization and how you got started working on this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I I came out, and I use that term figuratively because that's that's what LGBTQ individuals use when uh, we embrace our truth as who we really are. Yeah. In 2010, so this set me on a course of finding what was mine to do. And early on in my transition, there were a number of different vocational iterations that I embraced. But over the course of my transition, I realized that there were many trans and non-binary individuals in the community that experience very significant amounts of discrimination, especially in the workplace. So, you know, drawing from my 30-plus year uh, thirty plus year experience in uh, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, I said, you know, I'm going to start a business and advocate for my trans and non-binary uh, siblings on their behalf in the workplace. So uh, going on five years ago, uh, my business partner and I co-founded Transformation Journeys Worldwide. And so that is so you are sort of working with companies, consulting with them to try to help them uh, make the workplace inclusive and comfortable for trans and non-binary folk. Absolutely. I mean, to be honest with you, we help a myriad of organizations. Our bread and butter is corporate America. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of, you know, the, the trans and non-binary experience touches every aspect of an individual's life. It touches their spiritual community. It touches their their uh, vocation. It touches you know, other organizations that they belong to. So these organizations are saying, you know, we want to do the right thing, but we really don't know how to start that conversation. Can you help us? Well, I think it's a really, um, I mean, it's really hard, I think, for people to have conversations about anything that they don't really know or fully understand. Um, and, you know, I'm, you know, some trans uh, people are very uh, noticeable and some you probably never even know, right? right? right. So I, I suspect that there are a variety of different challenges across the board when there, you're uh, yes, a member of the trans community. So talk to me a little bit about sort of some of the workplace challenges. Is it hiring? Is it being comfortable on teams? Is it being included? What are the issues that it's are all the above. Okay, right. I'm on this, it. This is not a one- 60 to 90 minute conversation. Yeah, it's you not know? even a 10 minute radio segment. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we actually approach this inclusive workplace culture, creating this inclusive workplace culture from a holistic perspective, meaning that while it's important to have that initial conversation around maybe some foundational understanding of the trans and non-binary experience, it's also important to look at things like policy. It's important to have education. Uh, we look at, you know, community engagement. We look at facilities. So there are, are a number of landmarks along this journey of creating an inclusive workplace culture. You know, a lot of our clients are 
uh, are ready to have this conversation. They're reaching out to this us, and they're actually um, they've made some progress with policies. Yeah, they're scoring. They've got good scores on the HRC CEI Corporate Quality Index. Yet they're saying we're just trying. We just want to make sure that we're not missing any stones that we're not turning over to make sure that we're doing a comprehensive look at this. So right. they invite us in to create some educational conversations around, you know, why why is it just not policies? You know, right? You know, what why else is, is it? it? Why is it just not facilities? Why is it not just community engagement? Yeah. So we kind of help them see these things. Uh, Gabrielle Claiborne hanging out with us right now. Uh, we're talking about diversity and inclusion in particular uh, in the trans community. Uh, she is co-founder and CEO of Transformation Journeys Worldwide. And we're sort of talking about it specifically about the workplace. But I think you make an important point that it goes way beyond its totally. all aspects. Yes. Do you feel like you know, you're talking you're being really positive right now, which I appreciate. OK. Uh, and you're talking about companies that are, you know, sort of willing to take this uh, journey with you and right. want to learn and, and all of those things. But are you experiencing resistance? Are you getting companies or just individuals within companies that are sort of like, I don't yeah. get it. I'm not interested in this. What's this craziness? Whatever. Yeah. Yep. What, what is that like for well, you? A lot, a lot of our time is spent helping our clients understand what they don't know that they don't know. Yes. So allowing them to create kind of a safe space, I like to encourage and invite folks to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Because that's when you really start learning you being, you know, you're, you're willing to be vulnerable and make mistakes in the spirit of learning how to be more inclusive. Right. Yeah. So, so creating those, those safe space where people can ask questions because questions is where People really learn yeah. and also make mistakes, you know, like I said, in the spirit of wanting to become more inclusive and to support trans and non-binary individuals. Well, I think, you know, look, you're obviously choosing uh, not not just to be out, as you called it, but to really be out and out because and you're visible and visible. Yeah. And you're putting yourself on the front lines right. every day, essentially saying, go ahead and ask me the weird questions. because, right. <laughs> And that's not easy to do. And so I, I also just wonder about others in the trans community. Do you feel like everybody who is uh, – look, you can't group everybody together, and I get right. that. But overall, do you feel like the community is willing to answer the difficult questions, or do they sort of just – some of them just want to be left alone to live their lives? Both and. You know, I'm getting all of this right, exactly. man. I am nailing it today. Right. So you know, some, some trans individuals uh, live stealth lives. Yeah. You know, you never, you may never know someone is right. trans, right? Right. And, and that is their prerogative. That is their, they elect to be, be stealth is meaning that they pass. Right. right? They just don't, they don't explain. They just are who they are and they don't give you anybody an explanation. can't tell if they're cisgender or transgender. Right. Okay. And if you don't know those terms, look them up. You there can you Google. go. Okay. But, but then there are other trans people who want to advocate for not only themselves, but for others who may not have the voice. Yeah or the, the opportunity, the privilege to be in that space to advocate for the community. So it, it, it's all over the board. But what we encourage our clients to consider is that, you know, while some trans and non-binary individuals that may already be in the workplace may be willing to step up and have a conversation, you can't place the educational burden on them to educate the whole workplace Yes, on, that's fair. On an inclusive workplace that's culture, right. right? Yeah. So it's kind of a delicate balance. You, you you kind of check in and say, okay, are you willing to you know engage in this? And if so, fine. If not, that's fine too. There's third party co consultants like us that do this kind of work. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. 
Um, I, I don't want to run out of time totally, but I do want to ask you sort of about the news cycle and sort of the the national topics around um, being trans, because right. it feels like whenever we um, hear a big, you know, usually somewhat devastating news story about the trans community, you know. And that's what, all we've heard, by the way, lately. I know. That's right. why I'm saying it that way. And right. it, it breaks my heart. But I because I feel I feel like a lot of us feel powerless to do anything right, right. Uh, about it. But it always it tends to be around the transition itself, the right. process of transitioning and less about later. Right. Um, is that something you're dealing with with workplaces as well? Absolutely. I mean, it's called transitioning in the workplace, right? Right. <clears throat> but what a lot of individuals, because they don't understand the width, breadth, and depth of the trans experience, they're placing all their focus on the physical aspects of the transitioning process. And that is a very aspect of the overall transition process, yeah. right? Yeah. So to help them understand and, and invite them to look at the greater width, breadth, and depth of what this experience, how it shows up, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we say when you've heard one trans person's story, you've heard one trans person's story. Yeah. There's, there's some very unique and uh, common themes that we all go through. But they're all unique in how we how we experience them, how they unfold in our life. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that I think you're saying something that we should know. That's really obvious. Right. But then also still we need to be reminded of that. Exactly. And I think that's true with any group. Right. right. Whether Absolutely. it's a racial story, whether it's a, you know, a, a loss of a child story, whether it's a trans story, a, a gender story, whatever it is. Right. And I think we do tend to forget that. Yeah. That as much as we need to, our group needs to be included, we as individuals also need to be Absolutely. included. And we are all individuals. So uh, obviously you've got a lot of work still ahead of you, Gabrielle. Yes, but thank you so much for the work you're doing and thank for uh, coming in to talk to us about it. Uh, that again was Gabrielle Claiborne. The organization again is Transformation Journeys Worldwide. We'll post a link to it on our show notes page at DanaBarrett.com. And another big thanks to Sage for partnering with us on this important conversation. Thank you very much.